Hi, welcome back to Big Fish Little Pod. I guess over the last week, mostly with my friends or the people that I pastor, I found out that some of us are beginning to find out we're not really good at long distance running. Not that all of us have begun a running program during this pandemic, but I'm talking more spiritually and metaphysically and emotionally. It seems like when this all started, we were all just shocked at first and dealt with that. Then it seemed to be a surge of people really trying to make the best of these times, to make the best of the times that you have um, in your home or around your property. And I think that all of us have, you know, we're at that point where we were trying to make the best of things. And it included saying thank you to people that were doing things for us. And and I'm, I'm thankful that for the most part, that has only increased. And it made us all feel better. Even though there was this sickness that we were afraid of, that we were worried about, that was keeping us from some of the things that we felt we had to do, we were feeling good about caring for each other. But for some of us, that seems to have gotten old. We're not as good at keeping up that as we want to be. Sometimes the people that we live with have begun to get on our nerves. And we have been going outside for walks, not to enjoy the beauty of nature, but to get away. And some of us have snapped a little bit more than we normally would snap back at people. Some of us have folks at work that have just annoyed us infringed upon us or hurt us, or that we've hurt or infringed upon. Some of us find ourselves just frustrated that I've been to four stores and I can't find hand sanitizer. I think we've tried to be good, but sometimes that just gets hard. Yeah, it's interesting because one of the things I was thinking when you were just talking was, how an unexpected byproduct of this sustained shut-in has been how much I have appreciated the life that I have. Right? (laughs) One of the things that was given to me as like the best advice ever when I first got married was that you should continually do new things with your partner. Normally, like when you're dating, you do new stuff together. You go to new places, you see new things. But a lot of times when you get married, you stop doing new things together and you start just doing the same old. Yeah. So it's something that I've done from the beginning of our marriage is once a week, I plan an adventure to like hopefully a new place we've never gone. And I knew that that was fun and I knew that we liked it, but now not being able to go to new places it makes me realize how much of an integral part of my emotional health that was oh wow how much like I leaned on those kinds of things you know yeah and I it, it came to me also this morning when I was doing the meditation and 
the guided meditation, one of my teachers said, go to a beautiful place in your mind. And at the end of the meditation, he said, just know when you're leaving this meditation that you can always go to this beautiful place. And I thought in my head, like, we go to so many beautiful places <laughs> in real life. And it never occurred to me that going to those places in real life hmm. was like going in a meditation. Amen. Amen. So I think it's just been really helpful for me to shine a light on the habits in my life that actually really help me run that marathon of life. Yeah. <laughs> and that this long distance run feels almost like a long distance run without any water. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly people are just getting tired, you know, because yeah. we're trying really hard to be kind. Um, and sometimes that just is hard because yeah. some people, some people aren't kind to us and it's hard to be kind to them. Yeah. Sometimes you don't get what you want and it's hard to be kind to other people when you're not getting what you want. And sometimes you just are trying too hard and you get tired. I had a meeting the other day. It was an important church meeting by Zoom. And, you know, tension is not something that avoids the church. Church meetings are sometimes the worst meetings I've ever been into in my life. I think because you expect them to be celestial and they're not. And so they seem worse than secular meetings where mm -hmm. you don't expect them to be loving and kind. You yeah. know? Um, but I was worried about this meeting. I expected some major contention. And I, I just kept reading and meditating on the prayer of St. Francis. Because I said, I want to give back love for anger. I want to give back peace for strife. I want to give back the best of who I am when people are talking about the worst of who I am. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stand up for myself, but not be defensive. Mm -hmm. And thank God, thank God and my friends who offered their prayers and their positive support in, in in spirit and in emotion because the meeting went in an entirely different way than I thought it would. And I didn't once have to try not to defend myself. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But but I I didn't sleep the night before. And the whole day, I didn't really work very well because I was so preoccupied with worried about how to handle an hour and a half meeting. Yeah. Um, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, I think we all are. And we've gotten to this point where in the past we've said, so what's the answer? Mm -hmm. And we've struggled with, the answer is too simple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, the answer is, you know, let God be a part of this moment or let your just sit with your best self um, or or just breathe or let in the good, let out the bad, you know, just just be be still and and let what the universe wants to bring you 
come to you. What God wants to give you be your gift. Um, you know, but we're eight weeks into this, nine weeks into this, and we don't even breathe right anymore. <laughs> you don't breathe behind a mask. <laughs> right? So what's the answer? I still believe that to just sit and be with God or be with your best self or let breathe in the best that this world has to offer. I think that is the answer, but what does it take to get there? Mm -hmm. Well, I just really love that you were meditating on the prayer of St. Francis before that meeting. When I hurt my back a few months ago, I started doing yoga every day for my back because I could not get out of my bed. It hurt so bad. I couldn't get out of bed. And so I would do yoga because it was the only thing that gave me any freedom, any movement, any fluidity in my back. And I remember every single day, sometimes twice a day, I was doing these yoga routines for lower back pain. And I remember thinking how funny this is because I would think every day I should really do a long yoga class. Oh, I should really do a yoga class today. I wish I did my yoga every day. And I wouldn't. Nothing could get me to do yoga every day. Right. You know? But because my back hurt, I was there doing yoga every single day. And so I found myself becoming grateful mm -hmm. for the pain of my back because <laughs> it increased my yoga practice. And Amen. Now, Amen. now my back doesn't hurt and I do not do yoga every day. Yeah. Like I didn't keep it. It was the pain that yes. brought this new practice that was beneficial for my entire being into my yep. life again, you know? Yep. yep. And so thinking yep. of you meditating all day on the prayer of St. Francis in anticipation of a church meeting, I mean, that's the way you make a meeting celestial, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Amen. If everybody in the group was meditating all day yeah. on whatever prayer was most important to them, I mean, every meeting would go perfect. And so for me, like, I also had challenges this week that flared up in a way I didn't expect. And I found myself really intensely doing my spiritual practice, reading, like listening to things that I found inspiring. And yeah, for me, it only came because of the acute emotional pain I was feeling from the unfortunate circumstance. Right. You know? And so I think that's what I've been trying to do. Like, I think for me, it's sometimes hard to take the simple answer of just breathe or just be in this moment or just sit with God or because I want to take action. or I want to do something. or I want to I'm busy. I'm moving. But I think when the pain is strong enough, sometimes it's the only option. Yeah. And then I have found in that situation, I realize it's really the only option. When the pain is so strong, it feels like the only option, but actually it always was the only option. Yeah. It's amazing how turning towards God or centering yourself or giving yourself grace actually solves all the problems at once. And what one of the words you used in that was give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. I think that 
we get tired sometimes because we want to be graceful. Mm -hmm. We want to give grace to others. Mm -hmm. But we forget that part of us is self-centered. Part of our part of what it means to be a human is to care about myself, you know, um, to preserve myself. And um, quite honestly, we think some people don't deserve grace. But then because we're good, we try to give them grace anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people did at the beginning of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. They tried to give grace to just just because we were all in this together. Mm-hmm. But they forgot one person to give grace to. Mm-hmm. They didn't give it to themselves. Yeah. And the only way you can really share grace in the long run is to first let grace be shared with you totally right and it's so much easier to give grace to others when you've already given grace to yourself like absolutely right yeah like if i've gone to if i've like gone to a place and then i've just accepted myself and just been like yeah that was hard i could have done better but like i did the best i can and i'm like just really grateful that I had this opportunity and I just forgive myself and I just accept myself. Then I just naturally accept all the people around me. Absolutely. Instead of it being like an uphill battle to right. try to accept them. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Because if I try to give grace when I haven't given it to myself, I'm fighting all my 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 self-preservation stuff. Yeah. I've become resentful. Like, why do you get great? Yeah. Yeah. Or I get exhausted. Yeah, totally. Because I'm empty. You know, you can't run your your car without putting gas in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Grace, receiving grace, whether you receive it from God or whether you give it to yourself or whether you let the universe give it to you in breath um that's the gas that we need to run yeah you know and so what does that mean Mm -hmm. what does that mean that means allowing yourself to be hurt yeah to say it's okay that i'm hurt you know allow yourself to be angry the even the scriptures that I read say, don't sin in your anger. Yeah. It doesn't say don't be angry. Right. There are things that make us angry. Right. You know, don't lash out at other people because you're angry, but don't lash out at yourself because you're angry either. Mm -hmm. And don't deprive yourself because you're angry. Let yourself just be. Yeah. You know, it's okay that I'm tired and I want to lay on the couch. I guess I think when I was going through my separation and divorce, that's the best thing the counselor ever gave me. Yeah. He said, I said to him, I don't want to sit on the couch all day. Mm -hmm. He said, Bob, you won't. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right now you're recuperating from a great pain. Right. Allow yourself to sit on the couch. Yeah. And he said, you can count on me three months from now, if you're still sitting on the couch and haven't done anything, I'll talk to you. Yeah. But let yourself sit on the couch. Yeah. Your, your body will know when it's time to get up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It makes me think of like the doctor's like oh it's like just do no harm like that's the first thing like maybe we're holding ourselves to too high of a standard right now like maybe we can't always be like joy spreaders in the middle of a pandemic (laughs) and maybe it's just do no harm so maybe when the phone rings from my coworker and i know i have no patience and i know i haven't slept last night and i know i'm worried about my bank account i shouldn't pick up right then because it's better I just don't pick up and they get frustrated that I didn't answer than that I pick up and do harm. Right. So maybe my choices need to be different than what they would normally be. Right, right. Like last night for that meeting, Yeah. I not only meditated on the uh, prayer of St. Francis, I printed it out and put it it on my computer screen. (laughs) Yeah. So that I had to look at it the whole time I was in the meeting. Yeah. 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 And I was ready. I was yeah. ready to say, okay, if somebody says this that's judgmental, I want this. Yeah. And I highlighted all the stuff that I wanted to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All day I had given myself those things. Yeah. I gave myself peace. I gave myself hope. I gave myself love. I went over it and over it so that I could do that in the meeting. Right. Which is, I mean, that's what we should be doing every day. Like, isn't that great? Right. Right. But we don't usually right. have the catalyst that re- to require that requires that, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. My mom always says something like as I've traveled and lived and especially in my early 20s, like I cried all the time. I had like a lot of I kind of went through my adolescent growth in my 20s and it was hard. And wherever I was, whatever situation I was in, I would call her and she would always say like, well, you've never been a 23 year old who lives in Australia without her entire family and doesn't have an apartment or a job right now. Like she would list all the difficult details of the situation. And she would say like, what can you expect of yourself? You've never navigated this before, you know? And I think that's something that we can all really hold on to right now. Like literally none of us have been through a global pandemic before. Right. Our governor keeps saying that. Yeah. She's given us grace. She gives herself grace. She says, I've never done this before. Yeah. You know, this is the first time that we've done this. Yeah. We're going to be better tomorrow than we are today. We're going to be better next week than we are this week. Mm -hmm. We're going to get better at this, but I've never done it before. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love those words from your mom. Yeah, it's always annoying because in the moment I'm always like, okay, okay, but, <laughs> but, but it's that's, really true. That's grace, right? 
yeah, it's just give yourself grace, you know? And I think like, I'm lucky enough to have been born to a mother like her. So then now my inner dialogue sounds something like that, you know? But I think, yeah, for so many of us, when we're in challenging situations, our inner dialogue sounds a lot more like, well, you could have done that better. Or like, seriously, you messed that one up too. Or, but instead to just try and shift to the place of like, yeah, just that we've never done this before. Yeah. And that's, yeah. For me in the meetings, the thing that comes to me is, oh, somebody's challenging you. You have to defend yourself. Right. Someone is not pleased with you. You have to make them love you. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) I need to love myself. And then share the love that God has given me or that I give myself with the people around me. I need to treat them with the grace that I, that I treat myself with. Right. Right. You know, if I try to share grace that I don't give myself, I get tired and irritable. Right. Right. Yeah. And the fact that like, you're able, even able to show up to a meeting after not having all of the normal habits and coping mechanisms and stress relievers and all the normal things in your life that you go yeah. to for comfort and to refill your cup that so many of those are missing right now. Right. But you have shown up to this meeting and here you are and you're talking to a Zoom room full of people who also do not have access to their coping mechanisms and right. their cup fillers, you know? Right. So we're just a bunch of people <laughs> barely staying above the surface, trying to navigate challenging situations that none of us have ever come across before. Right. So yeah, I think we all need a break. <laughs> we just all need a little break. We just all need a little space. We just all need a little grace, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And I think you're right. When you give that to yourself or when you breathe that in or when you let God give it to you as as a time of spending with God, um, it naturally flows out of you. Yeah. To the people you meet. Yeah. You know, but if you don't, you get tired. Yeah. If you're not someone who's super into the prayer of St. Francis, which I strongly recommend we all go home and print out and put on our computers for all the coming Zoom calls. But if you're not super into that, one thing I used to do when I would travel, I always called it my travel day because when I would arrive in a new country, you'd suddenly be in a room in the dark all by yourself. And I would always think, what the hell did I do? This was a terrible idea, you know? You're jet lagged, you're exhausted, you didn't eat right. And now you're in a dark room in a new country with nobody that you know, and you just feel lost. And one thing I used to do was I would take a piece of paper and I would write down every name of every person I knew who cared about me. So just be filled with like people from my childhood, my family, teachers, like just any person that I knew who would like give me a hug or like loved me or cared about me. And that was really helpful. Um, Mm. So I think like if the prayer of St. Francis doesn't speak to you, like that's something you can also put on your computer. 
you know. Absolutely. A post-it note or dozens of yep. post-it notes filled with all the names of the people who care about you. you know? Yep. Yeah. So this week, find something that speaks to you about peace, love, and acceptance of who you are and put it on your computers and put it on the mirror that you spend the morning looking at, put it on your coffee cup, just put it somewhere or everywhere so that you can bathe in grace. so much for listening to this episode of Big Fish Little Pod. We are having such a great time making this podcast and we're really appreciating all of the feedback and input that we get from you. Please comment on the podcast post on my dad's Facebook page or send us an email at bigfishlittlepod at gmail.com. Thanks. See you next time.